The following program is an exclusive sports presentation of News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. With seven to Asumu, top of the key, driving, pull up from 15, it's good! He got it! With point five on the clock, and Io DeSumo has put Illinois ahead again! Fighting Illini game day is on the air. The countdown to tip-off is underway with the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Your first look, an in-depth preview of today's contest. Here on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5, the flagship home for fighting Illini basketball. Dosumu against the man to man. Pass inside Kofi. And the finish! He slams it in! Dribbles into the paint. Top balance shot blocked by Kofi Coburn. Out of there with it, Dosumu to the basket. Lay it up! Top Dosumu, right wing, right corner, Frazier for the lead, and he buried it from the deep right corner. Now, from our game day studios in downtown Champaign, here's your host, Evan Kahn. The Illini hit the road today, trying to snap their first real losing streak of the season against a Big Ten opponent who has yet to lose a game at home this year. Good afternoon. Welcome into Fighting Illini Game Day and the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Evan Kahn live in the game day studios here in Champaign, running the whole shebang. Scott Beatty's out in uh, just slightly warmer weather in North Carolina with Illinois baseball. They split their first two games out there. But we're here to talk basketball. I'm joined in studio by a young man of the name of Lauren Tate. The Illini coming in 16 and 8, 8 and 5, losers of three in a row. Scarlet Knights are 17 and 8, 8 and 6. And as I mentioned, haven't lost a game at home yet. And Lauren, this Illinois team coming off a, a heartbreaking loss, uh, really ended it in a real quick fashion there. Um, with the way Io went down, you know, the moved on from the game really quick and everything was focused on Io, but now we're back to playing games and, and the Illini seem like they need to get things going here. They said Friday was a must win and they didn't win it, so now they've got to do it on, on the road here in the next two. Yeah, it's really hard because uh, this is a really tough defensive team, Rutgers, and Illinois uh, beat Rutgers here 54-51 at home. And was, I, I had some notes after the game which kind of – tell you how important Io is. He scored the last eight points of the game. Last minute and 35 seconds, he scores eight points, had a goal tend, had a, two, a couple of free throws real late. And um, at the same time, Felice came in the game, and in the second half he had eight crucial points. Illinois trailed that game uh, late, 44-46, and um, that's when Felice made a, a layup to tie it, and they went on from there to win it with Io really strong down the stretch. But I had a note. I made a note to myself after that game. I said, this isn't the same Georgie. He's forcing it. In that game, he was, what, 3 for 13 from yep. the field. He was really forcing shots, as he did in the last game. And so 
I don't know where we are with Georgie. I mean, it's it's been a it, everybody say, well, what's what's going along with him the last couple of games? It's more than the last couple of games. It's been a a month long, two month long thing. Yeah, a, a trend, and then then the other big point you said is Io's been really the closer here for the last Absolutely. month or two, and the possibility that he's out today. So we'll, we'll see if maybe Andres Feliz steps back into the starting lineup and how things shuffle around it if you lose your your leading scorer here. Yeah, and uh, it's interesting how they're going to play Griffin and Feliz because they have not been starting, but they've been playing starters minutes virtually. So uh, we're going to see a lot of those two today. And if Illinois is going to win, they need to get a big game out of, out of Griffin and Feliz. We're off and running here on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Up next, we'll chat with News Gazette beat writer Scott Ritchie and maybe color analyst for today's game, Doug Altenberger. Later on, we got our keys to the game, the coach's corner with assistant coach Stephen Gentry. You can see the folks at Rudy Wealth Management for all of your retirement planning and investment needs. Rudy Wealth Management, Central Illinois, Central Illinois retirement specialists. We'll be back with more here on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Now with more, here's Scott Beatty. Back here on Fighting Illini Game Day, Evan Kahn in the Game Day Studios, Lauren Tate taking you up to tip off at the rack between Illinois and Rutgers. We're going to get the view from the court. Maybe it sounds like the tight quarters of the rafters of the rack with color analyst for today's game, Doug Altenberger, out in Piscataway. So I want to look big picture here first. The Illini coming off three straight losses, a possibility of losing Io. We were talking about it in the first segment. It seems like a, a tough game for a, a get-right game for the Illini here today, Doug. Well, uh, I, I would, you know, it's going to be a tough environment, but you know, th- these guys, uh, Rutgers doesn't score a lot of points, so you know, this is not a game where. You know they're 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 not a great offensive team, and they don't shoot the three-point uh, shot very well. They're they do a lot of th- the same things Illinois does. It's almost like a car- cookie-cutter team in the sense they're good rebounders and they play good defense, um, and they control the ball. So I, I think from that perspective, if Illinois can play tough, uh, get through some uh, adversity, um, even though Io's out, I. You know, Allen's been playing pretty well. Um, you know, Felice has played as well as anybody off the bench. Um, you know, uh, I, I think this game can, I think they can they can get this game. And I don't, I just have a feeling if uh, they can come out and just get enough points and and, uh, and play the defense they've played uh, early in the Big Ten versus those, these last two or three games, they've got a good chance. Yeah, you know, Doug, uh, this is Lauren. Uh, the last four games, the only win they have is against Northwestern. And they pulled that out in overtime, coming from behind to even tie the game and force it. They lost at Madison Square Garden to Michigan. They lost to Maryland. They lost to Ohio State in their most recent game to Ohio State, 72-66. This is a game I would think that if Illinois can just hit some three-point shots, I don't know how how deep they'll be able to go. Uh, uh, Georgie and Kofi didn't score particularly well in the previous game with them at home. So I, I don't. Can you, do you think they can get inside on them? Well, uh, I think what they need to do is they they need to look for those guys and uh, uh, to look inside. I mean, watching the Rutgers and, and Michigan State. I'm sorry, excuse me, the uh, Maryland and Michigan State tape. 
uh, we didn't really look to go inside a lot. I mean, uh, I, I felt like those easy buckets we got on the perimeter in the first half against Maryland, we just thought, hey, listen, we can beat these guys from the perimeter. And that, that's not our game. So we've got we've to work hard to get them the ball. But then Georgie's got to work hard on the post. And Kofi's got to work hard on the post. Even though if they're not getting the ball, it's going to open up the perimeter or cuts to the basket. So, um, you know, it sort of feeds off each other. And I, I agree with you, Lauren. I mean, we, we need those guys to get their touches in the pain area um, and, and get to the free throw line and, and, and get those guys in foul trouble. I mean, we never even went at Smith the whole game at, at Maryland, and, and they were hiding him. Yeah. And, and we didn't do a good job of, of attacking him. And he was able not to really ever play play defense at all. So good point, Lauren. Well, I think if you've got four guys on the, on the court with one goal to get the ball to one player, they ought to be able to do it. Those four guys ought to be able to get it to that one guy. If they really try, if that's their one, number one goal, you ought to be able to do it every time down the court. And, and what, what our big scout got to do is, especially Georgie, let's say, he's got to run the floor, get down to that box, sort of like Michigan State has perfected that. Kofi, they've done it a few times, and when they do, our guys are pushing the ball, like you mentioned this morning, Lauren. If they're pushing the ball and we've got a big guy running down the floor, you know, it's easy to get him the ball in the block. So, uh, and if it's not there, then pull it back out, run your offense, and, and be patient. Uh, and But, you know, especially when you go on the road, you've got to do ball control. So you, you got to look for those three-pointers, but if you shoot a quick shot, it just seems like on the road, boy, you really pay the price. Yeah, joined courtside by Doug Altenberger out in Piscataway. Last time out, the Rutgers didn't have Geo Baker. and You're talking about getting out in transition. That's something that Rutgers likes to do, especially with him. And Will the Illini, how, how can they slow him down, and especially with losing a guy like Io who can push it in transition for, for the Illini? Well, again, it's really important that our guards uh, stay in front. They've got to look for the drive first if in the half-court sets, then look for that outside shot. They're, they don't look for the outside shot first, then look to penetrate. They look to penetrate and then get in that 10 or 15 feet and then pull up. But on, on transition, if we turn the ball over or they get a quick rebound, um, you, you've got to, like, clog up the middle of that court between the two free th- you know, between the, uh, in the free throw line area. Uh, they do a great job in the NBA. They, they teach the bigs to hang around that free throw line, uh, top of the key type thing, and, and just soak up the space. So Kofi and Georgie have got to use their size to slow them down, but also know where your man is because if he's cutting to the basket, you've got to release, you've got to hedge. And I think that's one area where we can, the bigs can really help out uh, you know, with, uh, with Baker or Harper or any of those guys going in transition. Uh, I think that's critical, and I'm sure they're going over the scouting report because uh, you know, they're, they're, their big guys are not perimeter. You know, they don't have a Garza. You know, they don't have a Smith. Uh, they don't have a Tillman, guys that can like, release, play a two-man game, and get behind that three-point line and knock it down. Good stuff, Doug. Thanks for coming on. One last thing. Have you seen Io taking any shots today? Uh, no, he's. Uh, I'm sure he's. Uh, they've got him uh, doing treatment and resting. And uh, but no, he's not out there. Do you see a chance for Tuesday? Um, I, you know, I, I, I you know, they're they're, uh, they're like radio silent. Uh, they're, <laughs> they, yeah. Uh, I haven't heard or, or seen anything to to see that he would be out there. All right, we look forward to the call. Thanks for coming on. We'll we'll talk to you later. Okay, guys. Thanks. Lauren and I are back with our keys to the game after the break here on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. It's Fighting Illini Game Day. 
The Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5. Here again, Scott Beatty. Evan Kahn, Lauren Tate here on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Time for our keys to the game here as Illinois is at Rutgers in Piscataway, New Jersey this afternoon. The keys to the game brought to you by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign. The unlimited value of the right team. One banking expert will steer you in the right direction. A whole team of them will take you to your destination. Hickory Point Bank invested. Lauren, I will start with you. Well, I'm going to say shoot the ball. You got to shoot the ball. They're down. They're in the bottom 50 of the 350 teams in the three-point shot. They're down to 29 percent. Under 30 percent is really bad. And if you're going to win on the road, you got to shoot the basketball. And uh, right now, we, I, we see that uh, Fraser's coming off an 0 for 5 game, uh, shooting threes against them at, at the last game at home. And Fraser's just not shooting as well, scoring as well as he should. We need to get him to get 10, 12, 14 points a game. And I, I can't explain why college players at this level aren't better shooters, but right now we've got a problem that way from the, from the perimeter. Yeah, we've seen that line take a, a little step back, and, and the shooting has gone down this year a little bit. And yeah, Frazier is going to have to step up, take on a little bit of that scoring load. With sounds like Io is going to get out and are going to be out. And my key to the game is you say shoot it, and I think they got to shoot it well inside. They got to get it to the big guys inside, and the guards also have to get to the rim as well. We create some free throws for the team. I, I like the stat that we got. The a line I have made forty more free throws than the, the their opponents have have yeah. taken that's that's something that they're very good at and, yeah. and if they want to win especially like you said on the road you can get some some free points at the free throw line so we will see a game it'll turn out altogether different than what we think right now they all do Yep, and that's especially how it was in the first one, the Illini coming away with the victory after shooting under 30% at home. So, fasten those seatbelts should be a good one, Lauren. Thanks for coming on the pregame mm-hmm. show with me. Enjoy the game. Up next, Illini assistant Stephen Gentry will have the scout on Rutgers in the coach's corner. This is Fighting Illini Game Day. Back here on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show, the Illini back out on the road for the first time in a couple weeks, taking on the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. We'll hear the coaches take now in the coaches' corner. Brian Barnhart chats with assistant coach Stephen Gentry, who has the scout for today's matchup. The coaches' corner brought to you by Clark Lindsay and Hickory Point Bank. Here is Brian and Stephen. Pre-game show continues with our Coach's Corner, and with us here on today's Coach's Corner from Rutgers is assistant coach Stephen Gentry, and you tell me this is your first trip out to Rutgers. It is, yeah. No, I've, uh, I've heard a lot about it, just how heck of an, of an environment it is, and um, yeah, just watching on film and all the sold-out crowds and, uh, that they've had there, it's, uh, I'm looking forward to experiencing it. Well, the combination of that, the, the old gym feel, the noise, but, and they've got a good team to go with it, and that's what's made them tough at home. Yeah, they certainly do. Got, got a tough environment and a tough team, uh, really just hard-playing, scrappy team. I think that's really taken on the personality of their head coach and staff. And um, they get after it. And when you think about it, both teams are kind of alike, I think, in the sense of philosophy, the rebounding, defense, bringing that hard hat to work every day. Yeah, I think there's some similarities, of course. Uh, yeah, like you mentioned, um, just kind of being you know, hard-nosed, tough, physical, um, defensive-minded. 
um, physical on the glass. So um, there are some similarities um, getting out in transition. Um, both of us like to run. Um, so, yeah, there are some similarities. Yeah, the last game, though, was pretty close. Uh, not a great shooting night for either team. Yeah, I mean, that was just kind of an ugly offensive game um, for, for both teams. You know, we ended up winning 54-51. It was just kind of a kind of a rock fight, uh, so to speak. But, yeah, just two, two good defensive teams going at it. Neither of us shot it great. Um, neither of us really executed at a, at a high, high level. So um, we've got to be much, much better on that end of the court in terms of being, I think, offensively tough. I mean, everyone kind of talks about being tough with rebounding and, and defense, but we've got to be offensively tough, uh, get to our spots, be strong with the ball, and, and drive the basketball. Yeah, that is an interesting point because people always think tough. They think defense or rebounding, but I hadn't thought about it on that side of the ball. Yeah, and they're just, I mean, they, they kind of bump you off your spots. They're really handsy, reachy-pokey, you know, getting getting steals and deflections. And um, then that's what leads to their best offense. I mean, they're really, really dependent on getting easy baskets out in transition. So if you play with some offensive toughness, limit their uh, opportunities. I, I call them pick sixes where it's turnovers to layups and dunks at the other end. If we can take those away, I think we'll be in a good spot. Well, uh, you've seen a lot of games. It was as strange as ending to a game the other day with Michigan State with Io slipping at the very end. And it's good to hear that he's going to be okay as we go along here. But uh, just the emotion of that because you had so much emotion in that game. And then at that point, it was like, well, who cares about the game? Let's hope Io's okay. Yeah, definitely. It was uh, uh, really the whole game was a huge range of emotions from, let's be honest, not playing great in the first half. And uh, but then picking ourselves off the mat, so to speak, and coming back and fighting and getting back in the game. Um, And then I think we did a great job of executing special situations and special plays to to score. And then we just needed one stop. Um, you know, we, we just needed that one stop and rebound, and then, you know, we're, we're in a good spot. But, um, yeah, so there's the, the emotions of a, of a tight game. And then, yeah, I mean, then that one was just a dagger to the heart with um, seeing Iowa go down and, and be hurt, not knowing if he's going to be all right. And, um, yeah, so the full range of emotions, but um, certainly great news to hear he's all right. Yeah, well, that's, the, that's the good news. Long term, he's going to be fine. And we'll talk some more about the opponent today. Rutgers here after this with assistant coach Stephen Gentry. Illinois basketball as we continue. Assistant coach Stephen Gentry joining us here as we scout the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. We saw them. Uh, one other similarity between these two teams is they have – kind of their Io DeSumo, a closer, if you will, and Baker, who's hit some huge shots here lately. Yeah, and that's actually what the Sky Report calls him. He is a very, very good closer. Um, he obviously didn't play in our first game. He was hurt with that left thumb injury. He's now back. Um, you know, he's still coming off the bench, but in, in tight games, when it gets about the under four media timeout, the ball is certainly in his hands, and they've got a bunch of different ways they're, uh, they're putting him in some action, but he's, he's just making plays. Um, Tight games, game winners. I mean, he's really been closing and and winning games for them. Yeah, and I've, I'm sure you've seen this. Sometimes you can have the perfect defense and be in the right spot, and sometimes you just tip your cap to a guy and say, "Well, you just made a better play than I did." Yeah, no. I mean, he's hit some really tough ones. I mean, he's got a very good step back jumper uh, going both directions. Um, so there's a lot of ways. You know, it's kind of indefensible so to speak. In a lot of ways, all you can do is contest it, but hey, we'll do some things too, or maybe we get the ball out of his hands um, in a lot of those situations. And Because I think their team has a comfort level um, knowing that he's going to get the ball late. So maybe looking at some scenarios where we don't even let it get to that. Yeah. 
Other guys, though, to watch, obviously, Ron Harper. Uh, we know what he can do, uh, certainly on both ends of the floor. Yeah, I mean, to me, they're, like, incredibly well-balanced. Um, you know, they've got seven players averaging over seven points a game. So, yes, they do have Geo Baker closing games, but to me, they don't necessarily, and I say this affectionately, they don't necessarily have a guy mm-hmm. uh, that they really, really lean on. They're just really well-balanced. So, to me, they have a lot of good players. Um, you know, Ron Harper is a really good strong driver he's powerful he's kind of a mismatch problem because he's both inside and outside um, with his physicality and his, and his shooting numbers are a little bit down um, from our first game but um, yeah he's, he's one of the really good pieces yeah and you boa you warned us about him last game and certainly uh, he just kind of rises up and can and can hit you sometimes from uh, different spots. Yeah, he can he can really shoot it. Um, he along with with Baker. I mean, Baker's made six of his last thirteen threes. Um, Yaboa's shooting it very well, and then he'll kind of pick his spots too to to drive it, especially left. Um, and then he's scrapping on the glass glass as well. So um, he's playing with like a lot of confidence and, and shooting it well. Yeah. So with Baker now, is he still coming off the bench? Do they start him or do they bring him off? Yeah, so Baker still comes off the bench. Um, and they kind of rotate those guys. And he necessarily hasn't even like replaced anyone in the lineup. They just do a really good job of kind of circulating those guys through, whether it's Jacob Young off the bench, Mulcahy, who I'm a big fan of. Um, they all just kind of cycle them through and stay fresh. But, yeah, at the end of the games, Baker is certainly in and has the ball in his hands. And it looks to me like, as teams it can happen, uh, they go through those in scoring droughts. It seems like in the games I've watched, and you watch it much more uh, detailed than I do, but uh, that's what it appears anyway. Yeah, I think it goes back to, the, you know, they're really dependent on, on transition. Um, they're not necessarily as good as Michigan State in transition, but I think they need – uh, those easy baskets much more than uh, than a Michigan State type team. Um, yeah, they're not a great they're not a great shooting team, um, but they are very good at, at at driving the ball and getting into the paint. I mean, they're top five in the country in scoring twos. You know, sixty percent of their points come from from two. So that's kind of been a a big emphasis. You know, here these last couple of days is is protecting the box. You know, protecting the paint and, and keeping the ball. Um, out of there. Yes, they do have a couple shooters with Yaboya and Baker, but for the most part, they're looking to drive and attack it um, and get that ball in the paint, or or they get it back off the glass. Um, you know, and Miles Johnson's one of the best rebounders in our league. Um, they're top 30 in the country in offensive rebounding. So that's another way we've got to protect the paint, protect the boxes, keeping them off the glass. All right. Hey, Coach, thanks for the visit. Good luck. All right. Thank you. That's Assistant Coach Stephen Gentry here from Rutgers. Thanks, Brian. That's the Coach's Corner, brought to you by Hickory Point Bank and Clark Lindsey. Evan Kahn here back in our game day studios, taking a look at the scoreboard. A lot of Big Ten action today. Earlier today, Ohio State over Purdue, 68-52. Penn State keeps on rolling. They take care of the Northwestern Wildcats, 77-61. Going on right now, Wisconsin leading Nebraska, 51-45. Wisconsin on the road there, both home winners earlier today. And then a little later on tonight, Maryland travels to Michigan State. That should be a good one. There's more pregame coverage ahead as we get you set for Illinois and Rutgers. Brian Barnhart and Doug Altenberger standing by to take you up to tip-off at 3.30. I'll be back after the game for the Fasteners Etc. post-game show here on News Talk 1400. WDWS Champaign-Urbana and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS Champaign-Urbana.